Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Chat with Megan Nicole. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Each year we experience so many ebbs and flows of trends and the beauty industry is no exception to that. So being that it is the first episode of 2023, I want to go over some beauty trends that you should expect this year. Beauty trend projecting is actually a career in and of itself. I really like to use the brand Spate, which is an Instagram profile and TikTok profile, but they also have an email list that you can subscribe to that gives you really tangible and detailed trend projections and Google searches from what beauty consumers are looking at and trying to achieve. If you're someone like me who works in the beauty industry or you are a beauty content creator, these are really helpful to know so that you can stay on top of things and also know what to expect. But also, if you are just a regular beauty consumer looking to find great products, these are also really amazing um, things to look at because you want to know what is going through the trend cycle and what trends you want to be on top of and also what to hit or miss whenever new products come out. Sometimes as a beauty consumer, it can be hard to differentiate whether something is just really trendy and buzzy and whether something actually has tangible research behind it and is actually something to invest in. For example, there's this trend on TikTok that's going around that's like testing different heat protectants and they basically soak the end of a Q-tip in this heat protectant and they put a flame over it to see if the Q-tip will burn. And I just think that it's such a silly experiment because if you put a q-tip in water it won't burn because it's wet but anything that's oil-based is going to burn because there's not enough moisture in the oil but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be bad at protecting your hair so it's really important to make sure that when you're looking at these trends that you see online that there's actually research backed behind them so that you're making the right purchase another example is that gua sha's were a really trendy thing last year and the year before and they still are really trendy and a lot of people think that they're kind of like a hoax or they're not like real they're not worth buying when in reality lymphatic drainage and using a gua sha is actually a very real thing and it's helped a lot of people and it actually really is worth the investment rather than something like a new face which is microcurrent technology which actually doesn't have a lot of research behind it that it works and lymphatic drainage which is usually more affordable in a gua sha is actually really really effective so Again, another example of being on top of trends and then also researching those trends to make sure that they are accurate. So with all of that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into today's topic. Here are some beauty trends to expect in 2023. Okay, trend number one, body care. I am so excited about this because I have already been into body care for a couple of months now and I'm starting already to see on TikTok some people really making the investment into different body care products. I think that the same way that we are having all of these amazing routines for the skin on our face, I think that people are going to start having that same routine for their body. I also think that more tools such as beauty br um, body brushes um, and kind of like full body gua sha's, again for lymphatic drainage are going to really come into play as 
well as like wood tools which are really popular at the moment for lymphatic drainage i think that people are going to start having a full routine for their body some products that you can expect for this trend are going to be again body tools such as body brushes um, full body gua sha's wood tools but also you can expect products like hand creams body oils a multitude of body lotions to choose from and of course the famous body scrubs but also what i'm starting to see along with body scrubs are body serums. So these same buzzy skincare ingredients such as niacinamide, hyaluronic acid, retinol, and um, glycolic acid are all going to be kind of infused into our body care. And I'm really excited to see where it goes because I feel like people are now so educated on skin, even your basic beauty consumer who may not be a part of the beauty industry in a deep level they are still aware of all of these ingredients and they know what it's going to do for them and the skin on their body and i think that the same love and care that we're putting into our faces we're also going to put on to the rest of our body and in general i think that we're just going to become a beautifully aged generation i'm so excited to see what all of us look like in 20 to 30 years okay moving on to the next beauty trend i'm going to start off by talking about something that I think is going out in 2023. So I think that we're going to see a decrease in random beauty collabs. And let me tell you what I mean. Last year and the year before, I just felt like there were so many random companies and brands and people entering the beauty industry that just had never been correlated with it in the beginning or like ever. And you would see brands like Cheetos and like Disney and The Simpsons and just all of these like random TV shows and Netflix series and like people and TikTokers coming out with all these beauty brands who aren't correlated with the beauty industry at all. At some point I felt like there was always a Netflix series that like was popular for a little bit and then a month later they would push out this half done beauty collab and if i'm being honest i feel like someone who works in beauty retail i can attest to the fact that this was never really a sustainable thing like people would buy it and then we would never see it on our shelves again um we would really only get one order of it and then it was gone and it really is just driven by this overconsumption that we're seeing and i think that people are just getting kind of sick of it like we now want something that's going to be a product that we have in our routine for years that's actually good for us and good for our skin and makes us look beautiful rather than all of these random little buzzy beauty products that don't really have any love and care put into them and are just hopping on a trend. I will admit that I have become a victim to one of these beauty collabs. I actually have a lip gloss that I genuinely do kind of like and it was a Morphe collab with Sour Patch Kids and it's basically this lip gloss that was that's like smells like and tastes like a watermelon sour patch kid in no way is that healthy but i was definitely hoaxed into buying it because i love me a like watermelon sour patch kid it was my favorite candy growing up and i was like you know what i want to buy this and it's cute but at the end of the day just all of these excess beauty collabs like this is not sustainable for you know our wallets but also isn't sustainable for the earth and a lot of the times these brands are kind of hopping on this trend as kind of a money grab so I definitely think that there's going to be a less emphasis on these random beauty collabs and we're not going to see as many of them coming out and consumers are going to be gravitating more towards 
quality products that are based on ingredients and formulation that are actually going to be staples in the routine rather than something that you buy, post on your Instagram story, and then you never use it again. Um, this next trend that I think is going out is kind of along the same lines as this, you know, random beauty collapse, but I think that excess eyeshadow palettes are going to go out. I don't think that people are going to be buying as many eyeshadow palettes as they did in other years. I think that we're all kind of burnt out. If you're someone who's into beauty, you probably have amassed a large collection of eyeshadow palettes that you don't touch most of the time. You probably have like one eyeshadow palette that you go towards that is kind of your everyday colors um and that's completely normal i think that we are just in a phase in our lives where we're coming out of the pandemic and we just want a quick pretty makeup look because at the end of the day like these fun amazing eyeshadow looks are so incredible to do but it's not something that people really do on a day-to-day -day basis and having all of these amazing eyeshadow palettes that are beautiful and creative although they're great it's just not something that we're going to be collecting anymore i can't really tell you the last time that i bought like a big eyeshadow palette like that um i think that this is one of the reasons why morphe is no longer going to be in business and having their own boutique stores um whereas somebody like natasha denona and tarte and um anastasia beverly hills they still come up with eyeshadow palettes but on a very limited basis and when they do the eyeshadow palettes are much smaller and they have more realistic colors to them that the everyday person can use and i feel like that's how they've been able to sustain themselves in this industry because they're able to adapt with the times versus somebody like morphe who is coming out with these big giant eyeshadow palettes with over 30 colors in them that are starting to be kind of replicas of each other but with different themes to them and then these again random influencer collabs people are just not really putting up with that anymore and it's not really groundbreaking at this point so we're just going to see a lot of that going out this year we're kind of done with the overconsumption of eyeshadows okay the next trend that i expect for this year coming up is healthy hair over colored hair now don't get me wrong um dyeing your hair and putting all of these fun colors in your hair is definitely still going to be a thing um but i think that during the pandemic and over the last three years all of these hair colors were so popular we saw copper hair was super popular we saw people bleaching their own hair at home during the pandemic um platinum blonde kind of made a comeback and i think now everyone has kind of fried their hair off <laughs> and i i'm starting to see people really crave a more natural healthy long hair look and i think that people are going to start achieving more of that glass hair and like healthy thick blowout look um, rather than going towards a specific color so i remember when i was younger the ombre was really popular the kylie jenner turquoise blue um having highlights was super popular going red was a thing and now i see people are like i just want long healthy natural hair like i'm just really exhausted of all of this color going into my hair it's so damaging and i'm kind of just craving my natural color along with the health that goes with it so just long healthy hair people are just embracing it and um in the long run i think that's a great thing because it saves you a lot more money in the long run 
And it's a difficult journey for a lot of people. Um, so the trend, the big chop, which is predominantly for girls who have curly hair, was a really big thing. Um, you see a lot of girls now after the big chop, which was, I want to say, two years ago, are now coming out and they have these beautiful, healthy curls. And they're like, oh, I did the big chop, you know, two to three years ago. And now my curls are so healthy. So now we're seeing all of these results from people taking care of their hair. And I think that that is going to start coming more into fruition. Some products that you can expect from that are, of course, Olaplex and super hair care um, based products. So rather than like color safe products, we're going to see more reparative and hydrating products. And I'm also seeing a lot of scalp care come into play and a lot of hair growth product come into play. There's a lot of buzzy controversy around some specific hair growth products. And I don't want to get into that today, but we're going to see a lot more hair growth healthy hair, protein treatments, hydration treatments are going to start becoming more of what we're seeing rather than upkeeping color and um, different, you know, hair styling trends. You can also expect lots of heatless curl looks or um, styles that are going to be a lot more protective, like the blowout style that's really in, rather than having pin straight hair and like straightening your hair with a um, like a flat iron, which is not very healthy for your hair. Um, so you're going to see more stuff like that coming into play, and hopefully, we'll see a lot more companies coming out with um, healthier heat styling tools because I, I really hope that like our technology advances in that because for a lot of people, that's kind of like the a deal breaker for them. It's really hard for them to stop styling their hair with heat because you know we love the outcome of it but of course we want to protect our um hair so i really hope that companies start coming out with more products that are going to be healthier for our hair Another trend that I expect to see this year is going to be editorial makeup. So a couple years ago when Euphoria came out, that was the first time in mainstream media that we saw what is referred to as editorial makeup. So um, more natural faces, but more simplified glammed look so rather than the cut crease and the multiple colors and the eyeliner and all this you're seeing a very simple eyeshadow look with maybe like a couple of rhinestones or you're seeing a really natural look with color in the inner corner or colored eyeliner something that really draws attention to one specific aspect of the makeup look rather than having everything thrown together I think that this again just goes back to everybody craving a really quick makeup look that they can do at home because again we're coming out of a pandemic people are going out more i know me and my friends are going out a lot more often and we kind of just want to be able to get ready look cute and throw on a little something something to match our outfits and not have to go through this big you know process of doing these big extravagant eyeshadow looks and rather doing something that's really simple but trendy so um with euphoria coming out we saw that first in the mainstream media and now i'm seeing it a lot more on actual people who are going out into the world which is really fun some products that you can expect from this again we are seeing eyeshadow palettes going out the door and more colored eyeliners we're seeing rhinestones we're seeing um tight line like eyeliners so eyeliners that go in your waterline um colored mascara is a really big thing um colorful blushes really colorful sparkly highlighters 
I think that those items are going to be making a lot more money and have a lot more purchases rather than just a big eyeshadow palette because again there's something that is just one thing that you can stick in your you know makeup bag and not have to think about too much so you might be going out and you know doing your makeup and then you're like you know what i'm wearing like a blue top today let me throw on this blue eyeliner and then you're good to go and i think that that's just much more realistic than doing a full-on eyeshadow look on the topic of simplified beauty routines i think that we're gonna see a lot more of those in 2023 as well people are trying to condense the amount of steps that it takes to get ready um last year and the year before we saw um korean skincare was really big which is literally a 10 step skincare routine and those are great but we are again we're going out more we're going out into the world we have less time on our hands because we want to go spend time with people and we want a simplified quick skincare and makeup routine and hair care routine and we want to be in and out the door in like an hour or 30 minutes so i think that we're going to see many more brands coming out with something that's going to be quick rather than something that's going to be very tedious and hard to use a really great example of this is um products that are in like stick form or like wands and stuff like that we're seeing a lot of so like the charlotte tilbury wands we're seeing stick blushes we're seeing um just things that are not going to be in palette form but are going to stand on their own to simplify the amount of time that you are putting into your makeup routine you're also going to be seeing a lot of two-in-one products. So you're going to see primer and moisturizer, or you're going to see primer and color corrector. You're going to see um, foundation and concealer. So again, the least amount of steps, the better. And again, in skincare, less steps, the better. You're going to be seeing toner and moisturizer. You're going to see exfoliating wash. You're going to see um, companies coming out with uh, cleansers that like are a part of the double cleanse method but just one so for example um the oat cleanser from Ingilis is now being marketed as a double cleanse method all in one product which is really interesting because these products have been around for a long time and now the brands are just using those same products and marketing them in a different way which i think is really smart but it's interesting to see how things are going to be changing now moving on to a trend that i'm really excited about i think that we're going to be seeing so much more fragrance i feel like the same way that people have become so educated on skincare and hair care and beauty people are becoming more educated on fragrances and i think that the everyday consumer is starting to purchase them more than before i think that fragrances were kind of exclusively for luxury brands and for you know the top one percent buyers but now you're seeing people every day wearing fragrances and it's a lot more recognizable and you're also seeing brands come out with more affordable fragrances so now we are seeing brands like dossier we're seeing um, subscriptions like scentbird and we're seeing brands like sol de janeiro coming out with somewhat more affordable scents that everybody can use i even see that there's like more like fragrances type brands being sold at like target and like groceries and stores like that i think that people are really trying to lean into fragrances again that's a result of people going out into the world more and wanting to smell good and be around people so i think that we're going to see more people collecting fragrances and on the same topic of fragrance i think before we were seeing lots of celebrities like the kardashians coming out with so many different fragrances like all the time and kind of treating it as like 
a push out product and now we're gonna see people kind of finding their staple fragrance and just buying that and then repurchasing that so i think brands are being a lot more selective about what fragrances they're putting out there because at the end of the day not everybody can afford fragrances and although it's trendy people are going to try and afford it so now it's kind of the battle of who has the best smelling fragrance and i think that that's honestly a good thing because i i'm really tired of people just pushing out products as a money grab i think that it's just going to become like a cool thing to be that girl that always smells good and it's going to be trendy to like match your fragrance to the vibe of where you're going and what you're doing so definitely be on the lookout for more fragrances coming out and also thinking about what are more affordable ways to get fragrances because if you're someone who really wants to be into fragrances but it's not within your budget definitely be on the lookout for more affordable brands and um, even different subscriptions like scentbird or dossier who makes replicas of your favorite luxury fragrances so we all know that there was an explosion in skincare popularity within the last couple of years and everybody has been super into skincare and i think now we are going to see makeup brands coming out with skincare and i personally have mixed feelings about this um we saw a little bit of this in the last two years where we saw fenty come out with skincare kylie came out with skincare Kim came out with skincare and it's all after they did um makeup products which is not a bad thing um NARS is coming out with skincare benefits coming out with skincare it's kind of becoming a thing and I don't think there's anything wrong with it but here's my take on it if you are a large brand coming out with skincare we as consumers know that you have the money you have the resources and you have the connections to make some of the best skincare in the world if you wanted to so if you have all the resources and you're already established and you are a near billion dollar brand and you want to come out with skincare you better bring it because we don't want to see any more money grabs and any more companies and products and people jumping on the skincare train there have been brands like mac who have had skincare for years now and have incorporated it into their makeup and i think that that's going to be where you find yourself more successful rather than brands who are just coming out with a half done like maybe five-step skincare routine that you need one and then you need the other and they have to go together in order to use them which is just not realistic people want to mix up what brands they're going to be using and i think that that's why brands such as mac who are predominantly a makeup brand but have skincare in them have been able to succeed in that skincare realm because they come out with products that don't necessarily need each other but that anybody can incorporate into their routine and again they just make quality products again you are a near billion dollar makeup brand and if you are already at that level you have to bring it when you do skincare <laughs> i look forward to seeing what these brands create but again i hope that they are not just using this as a chance to manipulate their consumers and as a chance to just get a quick money grab and come out with products that are very half done and just use trendy words in order to sell their products I think the next trend to expect in makeup products is going to be cream 
everything. I think that everyone is going to make a cream version of whatever it is that they're selling. Um, I think we're going to be seeing an even larger multitude of cream, bronzers, contour, blushes, highlighters, all of it. Everyone's going for that dewy skin look. Everyone wants cream. Powders are out. Um, I think people are still going to be using powders. Obviously, people with oily skin need it. But again, that dewy skin look is really in right now. And I think that we're going to see like remade versions of what's already out there, but in cream form, um, as well as like foundations that are catered to be a lot more dewy and glowy. We saw this last year with Lancome, with Lancome's new foundation that's supposed to be more glowy and hydrating with the Fenty Dew Drops with, um, just more dewy skin looks um, that are going to be a lot more medium coverage and a lot more natural looking rather than like a powdery full coverage matte finish. Um, again, just cream everything really. And last but certainly not least, the last trend production that I have for today. I think that we are going to be moving away from heavy lip products like lipsticks, matte lipsticks, lip lacquers, and going more into lip care. Lip serums, lip oils, lip creams, tinted lip balms, all of those you can expect to see this year. Um, again, people are going to be catering more towards comfort and health for their lips because your skin does incorporate your lips and lip care. Um, we saw a lot of this with the Lina the Laneige lip masks. We saw the Dior lip oils, Claren lip oils. Um, we're seeing brands coming out with tinted serums and balms rather than coming out with new lip lip stick shades. Um, I cannot talk today, you guys. I've been recording for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm like really tired. But again, we're going to be seeing more brands make replicas of the colors that we already have from their lipstick lines and creating it into a lip serum form that's going to be a lot more natural and wearable and more comfortable. Um, again, just redirecting it to the fact that we are out into the world. We want comfort. Um, I think that lip liners are still going to be super in because lip liners aren't going to be as abrasive on your lips as like a matte lipstick would be but definitely more lip care products that are going to be a lot more comfortable and natural rather than lipsticks. And on the topic of lip care, I think that even skincare brands are going to be coming out with like little lip care products. Um, again, like lip serums and lip hydrators and lip scrubs and stuff like that. Um, I'm seeing lots of girls even do things like lip tattooing and lip microdermabrasion, um, lip um, therapy, like peels. Um, I think that a lot of people are seeing that after vaping and smoking became a really big thing again in the last decade. People are starting to get smoker's lips even from vaping and smoking weed because again, weed is also in the process of being more legalized. So, we're seeing a lot of people have smoker's lips and getting those dark rings around their lips and they're like, oh no, like how do I fix this? So again, lip scrubs and lip care is going to be a really big thing. It's really beautiful and interesting to see how our 
consumption of beauty products changes as the world changes and there's a lot of these things that you wouldn't necessarily think about when you're buying products like oh this is new like this is different there's a reasoning behind everything that we do in the beauty industry it's not always about you know catering to looking a certain way it's also just about taking care of ourselves and wanting to be and feel the most healthiest version of ourselves that we can be so i'm really interested to see what 2023 brings and i hope that everyone has an amazing year and gets lots of amazing beauty products i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode thank you guys so much for tuning in if you are still listening go ahead and follow me on all of my social platforms it is megan nicole rl on instagram tiktok pinterest twitter all the things and I hope you guys stay tuned for what is coming up this year. I'm super excited. Thank you guys so much. Bye.